0: to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts business strategies, and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset, and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke, so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all of your gifts, not just one. Hello, welcome to a new episode of the Treasures Within Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Gael Beruel, an optimistic, innovative, and energetic motivational speaker, mindset mentor, and wellness expert. She's also a UK ambassador for Psychologies magazine, inspiring and motivating readers to create a life they love through the online LifeLives platform. After 10 years of working in the banking industry, she created a wellness consultancy, a rockstar mindset to help women leaders and corporate spiritual movements become the rockstar of their life, bold, visible and confident unapologetically. How? By escaping their 9-5 struggle, changing their career or starting their business with ease. Inspired by the words of neurosciences, positive psychology and wellness, Gail created a holistic system, the Rockstar Woman Framework which helps women leaders to start their businesses or change their careers with ease, excellence and elegance. Guy was featured in magazines like Psychologist Magazine, Medium, Shot Atlanta, and gave talks at Vodafone Monica Vinader, the Women Economic Forum, and the, and the Women Federation for World Peace. She's also a Managing Director of the International Community for Women Entrepreneurs. She did it based in Canada. In this interview, Guy and I talk about how to create a rockstar mindset. Why wellness, not hustle, is the secret to success. The importance of surrounding yourself with a positive community and choosing your mentors wisely and so much more. Let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Gael. I'm so excited to have you here and talk more about how to create a rockstar mindset. So can you tell us more about you and how you came to this work?
1: Hi, Georgie, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, So the way I started to create my company was, you know, it's it's really funny the way it started because I was happy. (laughs) I was fine. I was coming back from holiday um, from uh, France and I was in the star with my family. And I think it's when you tick all the boxes, you know? You have the job, you have the house, you have the family, you have the kids, (laughs) you have the nice bag and just say, that's it, (laughs) this is it, honestly. Uh, And I was, no. no, it has to be more. And I remember my intuition popped up and said, this is really what you think you mean to. And I was, no, no, I think it it has to be more than this. And I think from this moment, I was, I started to get curious about the outside world. You know, sometimes you can be so much in your bubble but this day, I think I really cracked open my bubble. And I said, OK, I'm going to get curious what is happening in this self-education, personal development world. And at the, time, at the same time as well, my, my daughter started to get some difficulties at school. And they were saying maybe she's autistic, or maybe she has other difficulties. So I wanted to help her as well. So I started to dive into neuroscience, metaphysics, spirituality, energy, because I wanted to get my own opinion about it. And this is where I started to go into the personal development. And I love everything about neuroscience and mindset. Uh, It's really my jam, And for me, it was like, you know, entering into Alibaba Cavern. I mean, you see so many wonderful things. You say, oh, my God, it's really changing completely your perspective about the world. And I applied everything I learned. I was so curious. I was so into it. And people started to notice that. I was happy. I was cool. I was always positive and uplifted, but much more amplified basically my happiness. And at the same time, I think when you into this level of consciousness, you realize that people around you are not so happy like you. I mean, I saw so many women, you know, struggling with their day-to-day calls, with the never-ending to-do And It's just a moment you got this realization that you can't stay on the sidelines anymore. You have to do something, you have to help them. And this is where I said, okay, I can really help them to shift their mindset, to have a healthy mindset when they feel good about themselves. And I started like this, slowly and surely. And it helped me really to redefine basically my business along the way, because yes, my business is called a rock star mindset, because I believe that you can become the rock star of your life, as bold and visible and confident unapologetically, apologetically, but it's also important to know how to do it and to do it from a wellness perspective when you feel good about yourself. And my journey is really, to see and really to apply and to walk my talk, to do it from both ways. To do it, yes, in a masculine way when I get things done, but also in a feminine way when I respect myself as a woman and I embrace basically my feminine skills.
0: That's a beautiful story. There is so much that I want to unpack there. But I want to start from you know, like most people, when they are in that position where life is good, we are told that. We have to be grateful for that. And I am all for being grateful for everything that we have. But sometimes I feel like we use that as an excuse not to go to the next level. And there is always a next level. There is always like the next There is always something else, something more that you could do with your life. And I think as women, we sometimes feel guilty for wanting more or having more. So can you speak more about that?
1: You know, I love, I love what you said because it's true. So many people are saying to us, but you should be happy with what you have, you know, just settle, just settle for what you have. But why are you going to put a cap on your dreams? Why are you not going basically to desire more when you can have more? And you so, saw so many women and people doing it. So why is that possible for you? And I think it's a kind of protection zone that people try try to put on you saying, no, 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 it's okay. You're happy where you are, you know, it's good because there there is always this scarcity around, you know, this mindset scarcity of survival. And that's why so many women sometimes are telling me, yeah, I feel guilty to desire more because because I should be happy about what I have. And I said to them, yeah, me too. I'm really happy and grateful about what I have, but I believe I'm not born just for mediocrity. And is it exactly the same for you. And the people telling you, yeah, you should stay where you are. It's people that they don't dare basically to go after what they want, and they're not going to motivate you to do it. So you have to make a conscious choice about the people supporting you and the people putting you down. And I think this is something, women, we, we're learning along the way because we're caring so much about our people, we're listening to them, and sometimes we get tangle into basically their own
0: opinion and insecurities. Yes, I I I know that definitely was something that was holding me back in the past. And again, since moving to London, since building that community around me or supporting people and suddenly other entrepreneurs that were doing the same things and seeing them always go to the next level and always like being Comfortable in pursuing their dreams and see the difference that will make, not just for themselves but for the for the families, for the communities. It's so empowering. But for someone that is still afraid that if they go there, if they go to the next level, then they are going to ruffle some feathers and they're going to lose some of the people that they love. What advice do you have for that?
1: I would say really take the time to look around you to see um, your to really identify, and I think women are really excellent for that, to identify basically your share leaders and not social leaders. Because what is going to happen? If you share basically your dream to a person and this person has the mindset of thinking, having a nine to five is the best the best job in the world and you should be happy where you are, they're going to put you down. They're going to even make you feel um, bad of wanting something new or wanting something different. And most of the time, why? It's because when you speak to them this way, you're sending back to them what they don't have and what they desire and what they decided to say no to because they felt that it wasn't possible for them. So you just trigger their button and insecurities immediately. And they go into judgment immediately and they're sending you back with a direction that is not possible don't try there is no point you're not going to um to succeed so on the contrary when you go to someone supporting you believing in you encouraging you and very excited about what you want to do they're going to give you this kind of uplifting positive balanced energy that you want to to say yes to you more and more and go for it so i would say take the time to step back and look around you, the people who always, always supported you, and the people we, you know, very, sometimes frankly or not so frankly, they told you that basically it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so important to understand with people that empower you. And I can tell from personal experience that yeah, you may lose some people along the way, but you are going to gain. Like, you're going to get new friends, new supportive people, and the community It's going to be like the most amazing experience of your life. So don't be afraid of it. And also, uh, you mentioned about creating a rockstar mindset. So can you tell us about what that is exactly and what are the pillars of a rockstar mindset?
1: The pillar of the rock star mindset first is, is really to challenge the status quo. It's really to question basically what is in place and not being afraid about it. You know, it's there. It's really a kind of boldness around who you are and say, okay, <laughs> I can see all these walls in place, but maybe it's not working. And I just want to understand why and where it's coming from, because I know, you know, it's ingrained in me, but I still have this ability to question it. A rockstar mindset is someone asking questions, questioning. Um, and the pillars is, is, are really, first is really about your mindset, of course, is really learning and cultivating your ability to stretch your comfort zone. And it's really saying yes to you, and in a way to learn, your, to learn more about your body and about your mind and soul, because we are biologically wired to think about the worst. We are biologically worried to stay in our comfort zone. So once you know that, you know that basically there is kind of survival framework and this kind of potential framework on the other side. And you are in the middle. So you're always basically on the driver's seat. It's for you to decide, do you want to grow or do you want to maintain where you are? Do you want to be more happy or do you want to feel miserable day by day because you said no to yourself? A rockstar mindset is really this person knowing that, okay, I still have the choice and I have to stretch myself a little bit every day in order really to become the woman I dream to become. And it's based, of course, on your mindset, but also your energy, because without energy, there is no fuel, you can't keep going. But also knowing how to protect your energy, like when you um, share something that you want to do. you have to protect your energy. You have to share it with people. You know they're going to support you. And I think so many women sometimes they don't think about protect their confidence. And that's why they, they, have, they have this kind of feeling that they're not confident or they lack some confidence. No, no, you have it. It's in it, it's within you. It's just a question to uh, activate it, to unlock it, and to protect it as well, because some people don't want for you to be confident. Um, it's also a question to, to get this knowledge about universal law, about manifesting, designing your life, really to have a kind of proactive, proactive attitude to life, you know, to design your life every day the way you want to. Um, so, mindset the first the pillar, second one, energy. The third one is well-being. Well-being, wellness, I would say, is really this, you know, this skill um, to cultivate, more and more yourself and to, and to make yourself a priority. But it's, it's behind basically what I would say, basic self-care when basically you have nice bath, uh, you have some manicure, pedicure, and you're taking care, it's much more than that. Because I believe that women want they know what they know, they want to find their purpose in their life they want to make a difference. If you want to do that, you have to move from a basic to a blind self-care, the one helping you to overcome your fears, the one helping you um, um, to become a cheerleader for yourself, you know, uh, the one helping you to honor your emotion instead of suppressing your emotion. So it's, it's advanced. It's, it's not the basic one that we all know like, um, drink 1.5 liters of water per day, you know, uh, trying to sleep seven to eight hours uh, per night. We know more and more that all these rules, okay, they're great, but they're not tailored to our personality and our needs. So it's really specific to a rockstar mindset to have this well-being wellness in place to learn tailor to you as a person. And the last one is really depending where you are from a professional perspective. If you want to create a business, it's going to be about helping you to put this in place. But some of them, they they like like being corporate. They like having a nine to five, but they want to change um, their jobs, their career. So the last pillar is really about your professional life. Where are you? how you can change it, you, for example, how can you feel comfortable um, speaking in public, or how can you make netf- networking easy and fun for you. So it's really depending on what they want, but this is the fourth pillar of all and all I
0: love the holistic opportunity that you take. And I want to go back to the wellness bit, because we live in a hustle culture when we yeah. are told that we have to work 24 seven and do all the things. And that creates some problems because first it leads to overwhelm and to burn out, but also doing all the tasks and, and being like on social media all the time and you networking know, and like all these things that you are supposed to be doing. I also feel that sometimes it takes you away from the things that actually move the forward and help you to reach that, purpose and the you want to make so can you speak about how that wellness that is the one thing that most entrepreneurs or career women they neglect thinking that I will do that when I reach my goals it's actually <laughs> the thing that's going to help you reach your goals
1: yes yeah it's quite a counterintuitive because our society conditioners that to keep going <laughs> to say yes to this performance race you know to hustle to bustle and to believe that yes this is the way but this is really an exaggeration of our masculine energy and we saw the result now anxiety burnout overwhelm no <laughs> there is a feminine energy in place as well and this one is here for a reason everything about rest Being beings that feelings that is so important is what is going to help you to design your life, to feel in tune with yourself, to feel uh, in peace and trust yourself deep inside. And I think this is why so many women, they, they struggle because there's too much masculine energy out there and it's not sustainable and it's not healthy for us. So I would say for all of these women out there, I would say it's time truly to yeah, to put the brakes on. And when you don't feel don't feel well, when it's too much, it's time out. It's time to stop. It's time to get back to yourself and say, I can't keep going like this because the error, the mistake we all did, me including, no? <laughs> we all did it, is to set the bar very high, is to believe that, yes, we can do it. And the more we go into this, it's like being an arm star in a, in a wheel. You know? The more we do it, the more we, we are depleted, emotionally drained, burnout, overworked. And the worst thing is, the more we do it, the more everyone believes that we can do more. <laughs> so it's, really, you know, it's a kind of crazy, crazy circle. And it's only you when really stepping back and say, I have to stop this craziness. It's not healthy, it's not sustainable. The world is not going to stop if I stop myself in my tracks and if I rest. And in terms of energy as well, the key is to be in an overflow. And we are never, never in overflow when we are juggling so many things at the same time. And I think it's coming to this idea as well that we need help. And if we don't shift our mindset about this concept of asking for help, we're going to be burnout. out, as simple as it is. It may hurt as the truth, but this is the truth. And I believe women, we deserve so much more. We are extremely resilient, strong, okay? Compassionate with others. It's time to give yourself permission, okay? To be compassionate with you. You made it. You, we got an emotional roller coaster of <laughs> two girls. We made it. We're still here. It's international women Day after all. For this, <laughs> for this interview, but we we really have to understand that if we want to prioritize what matters to us, the key is to make yourself a priority. You need to make sure that your cup is, is, is full. And this is the expression I, I, I can hear again and again. But for me, it's more than it's more than that. It's really to be an overflow. It's really to have enough energy that to the end of the day, you feel good about your day. You don't feel completely drained, exhausted, or depleted. And I think this is a mindset sheet as well that women have to, to, to embrace. Um, because they will feel so much better about their day, about what they accomplished. If, if they start saying, okay, I am the priority. And from the moment I am my priority, I can prioritize others, but only only if it's me first. It's not a question of being selfish, because it can happen. Some, some people are gonna say you're selfish. You say no. It's a question that if I'm really selfish, you're really going to suffer without me, so you accept my term as it is. <laughs> it's very really non-negotiable. It's going really to be firm about some points. It's non-negotiable, and it's quite in- interesting because we don't dare at first. But when we explain really that is important for us to feel goals, most of the people in our environment, from my experience, they totally okay with your decision. It's totally fine. It's okay, but. Sometimes because we stand to this mind that we have to do it, that nobody can happen without us, that we are indispensable. This is where, this is a real danger for women because we have to stop this internal module, stop ourselves, look at the reality as it is and say, okay, let's do it in another other way because there is another way.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, about my experience, like I used to be I call it a quality fixer, like wanted to help everyone and everything, thinking that, that I'm such a good girl. And what I learned when I stopped doing that is that actually I was disempowering people because if I do things for them, then they never learn to do it for themselves. And when I give them the space to actually say, okay, I am gonna focus on me, on my business, my priorities and that gives them the space to focus on themselves and their priorities, then when you come together, you're both in a place of you know, fullness. Ah, so that was definitely cool. a, a shift that took a long time, because getting <laughs> over that good girl mindset and the good girl is time for
1: everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's taking time, yeah, because it mean, has been ingrained in us to help the people. We are carers, givers, nurturers. We have to help the people. It's part of us. But yes, like you said, when you realize that you can let people basically love on their own, they feel so much good. And you too, by the way. (laughs) Because you get back your time and your energy for yourself. So it's quite interesting.
0: Yes, like what you were saying, like we think in our head that it's going to be like the end of everything when Mm -hmm. actually you just improve all your relationships.
1: Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you put your foot down saying, okay, I need to look after myself and people respect you for that. People are more respectful for people like us and saying no, and people saying yes all the time because they're going to take this person this woman for granted. And this is the worst part of it when they took you for granted. <laughs> Because this is even harder basically to break the pattern. So let's do it before is coming to this place Please, ladies.
0: <laughs> also, since we touched about wellness and how everyone has a different practice and they must be different to the person, I was wondering if you have any wellness practices that work for you.
1: Um, from wellness practices, um, I meditate twice per day. I love everything about meditation. And I'm really an advocate of it because, um, wow, it was my anchor. <laughs> it was my anchor when I discovered about it. I know so many women out there that are telling me, yeah, I want to meditate, but I have so many thoughts popping up in my mind when I try. It's crazy and I cannot stay still. And also, you know, there are some... Yeah, there are some lies about meditation. Stopping people really to meditate and to get the benefits of it, because (laughs) like you, you know, you cannot stop your mind to think. And so many, there are so many information out there saying, "Oh yes, meditation is to quiet your mind, is to silence your mind." But this is this is totally wrong. (laughs) You cannot quiet your mind. The main function of your mind is to think. It's like the main function of your heart is to beat. You can't stop it. So, from, so from, from my clients, when I explain to them the way it really works, they say, oh, okay. Okay, because they put pressure on themselves basically to try to silence their mind when this is completely wrong. You know, I said, no, no, it's really, no, on the contrary the more you embrace that, okay, this is the main function of your mind, the more you understand that you're going to meditate when you're going to let go of these thoughts without any control whatsoever. This is what is meditation. It's like being an observer of your thoughts, but not analyzing, making decisions about it. Judging them It's total surrender. And this is what meditation. And when the gods are, they say, oh, okay." So it's completely normal for me to have all these thoughts coming like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but meditation is like a reboot to your mind, like, um, like you do a reboot to your computer. It's a reboot to your mind. This is exa- It's a question of mental hygiene, especially with um, COVID we had and so many things. Um, it's a question of mental hygiene. And for me, it's key because um, I can really be in my mind a lot. As an Aquarius, I can think a lot, coming up with a lot of ideas and everything. So I know it's important for me to meditate, you know, to reconnect with my body and to go into my art space. And from a personal development perspective, you want to create your life, connect with your body. And that's why wellness practices are important because we are too much into our heads here. That's why basically people experience, you know, overwhelm, anxiety, procrastination, overthinking. We are too much in our heads. (laughs) This is true. So that's why it's important for these wellness practices in order to um, really recreate this harmony between your body and mind. So meditation for me is really important. I'm doing also tapping emotional freedom technique. It's such a beautiful and powerful energy technique helping you basically to analyze your emotion and to release them with peace, ease, and grace instead of suppressing them like we discussed before or trying to control them or to bottle them up. No, no, they're here to give you a certain message, the key is to listen to it, and they're going to to go. Um, After all, one emotion lasts Ninety seconds, and I prefer to feel it for ninety seconds instead of venting for hours or for days or for months. <laughs> you know, the way it is when you're really angry or upset. You can you can be you can fuming for days, but I think it's so key to develop and cultivate this emotional maturity, um, and being able to understand what is happening without, without trying to control it. So, in that
0: sense, we are so scared or even just feeling these feelings, these emotions, but then when you do, they dissipate quite quickly. And since the skill does, they scared us, were not that scary at
1: all. Yeah, but you know when you think about it, we haven't been educated about this. Yes, nothing at all. You know, even when you, even when you see some parents, they, they're speaking to their child, the child is crying. They're going to say. It's okay, it's okay. No, no, it's not okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> crying for a reason. So, you know, just acknowledge that your child is not great, let him feel his feelings, his emotions, and he will, he will be better after. We huh. have been conditioned. So, it's always basically to unlearn what well,
0: this holds. Yeah. This is why I'm so passionate about coaching, self-help, having these conversations on the podcast, so really start spreading. <laughs> the awareness that there is another way. And one stage of your life when you start experiencing um, all these different kinds of emotions and fears is when you want to make a transition, whether it's a decision in career or decision in your business and start to start the business. And when you help women with that. So what advice would you give to someone that wants to make a transition? But they are still scared, and what do you see are the most common fears there for people?
1: Um, I would say definitely start to, to to listen to podcasts, start to look around you because there are fantastic healers, coaches and therapists out there to help you basically develop. Um, these peace in terms of emotion, energy, and mindset to make this transition easier and more peaceful. Uh, because what I, I do notice again and again in terms of fears coming up is really um, this fear of, of making a mistake. Is a fear of I don't believe in myself. Um, is a fear of where do I start and what is going to happen? And I think it's because people want to have some certainty that is going to work, which. Is, is not wrong at all. But you have to, <laughs> I would say, you have to understand yourself first, your body, your mind, your soul, to be in harmony with that and to make this journey from a place of confidence, not from a place of stress or burnouts. Um, one of the fears showing up more and more, I noticed it, is the fear of visibility. Women are not comfortable being visible. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. Um, And what is happening is when they want to change their career or they want to create a business, they know. They're smart, they know that they have to be visible. So it's really coming to this place, okay, why do you feel this way? And really, what can you do um, to feel emotionally safe being visible? Because the key when you're making this change for your life is, for example, creating a business, you want to help people, you have to put yourself out there to prove to them that you're here for them. So this is a question. It's not about about them, it's about your people. I think this is a mindset shift as well um, to cultivate one step at a time. But nobody, no one asks you basically to go on a public stage, you know, (laughs) to be a business owner. No. There are thousands of business owners, they are visible in their own way, on their terms. And I think this is key for women to know that you can do it your own way. You do not need to follow a recipe. The key is to connect, resonate with the coach, the healer or the therapist, showing you that you can do it on your terms. You know, really tell out your personality, your brilliance, your needs. This is what makes a difference. This is what I do with my clients because they want to do it on their terms and at a pace which will feel good for them. Because out there as well, a lot of shortcuts, a lot of this syndrome of it can happen very quickly, and this is not the case. Let's be honest about it. You, an entrepreneur like me, is not going to happen overnight. <laughs> true. It's really not going true. to happen overnight. You know, it's like you ask for your body basically to lose oh. twenty kilos in two days. It's not going to happen. So <laughs> let's be realistic about it. Um, in terms of changing your career, I think it's because, yeah, I think so much, so much change for the workplace in two years. And I, I noticed it around me with some friends I still have in, in corporate, when they struggle, they struggle to find a job like, you know, like before you have your CV, you put your profile online and it's done. Now it's much more difficult, you know? Now it's a question of, okay, getting to know yourself, what you truly want. And yes, stand, standing out standing out, and to do that, you have to go through this personal development, work journey, knowing yourself more, and being confident enough to say, this is the way I am, and so be it. Because this is what attracts people to the end of the day, is your confidence, is your total trust in yourself. And this is something as well that they can learn when they work with a coach, healer, or therapist. But take the time, I would say, especially to follow people, to feel their energy, um, to, to listen to what they're saying. We really need to see if you can really connect, resonate with the energy. This is what is making the difference because that energy is going to help you basically to overcome your obstacle barriers and to go above and beyond your wildest expectations. So yeah, be, um, be vigilant about it. The energy of your future coach, healer or therapist. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know it's very really important
0: to not do this alone. As we were ta- as we were saying before about we wanted to do all the things, and that um, a simple support can be hard for us. But especially when we're talking about visibility, talking about comfort zone, we know that if you want certain results that we don't have, we have to do something that we haven't done before, which yes. can be you can be scary, to into the comfort zone. So funding someone, a therapist or a coach that you relate to and it's enough for help, it can make the process much easier. Not yeah. that, of course, you're not going to experience uncomfortable feelings, but to have a support that someone that you can actually talk through mm-hmm. is, is invaluable.
1: Yeah, I think I believe it's really a question of, of course, yeah, energy, expertise, and for me it's really from a place of care and love. You're going to feel if your future coach is going to care about you, is going to support you 100%. Uh, When they remember about where you are, when they check up with yourself, uh, when they offer you new resources that you don't expect, when they just you know suggest for you an idea and you try and you love it, this is the coach. This is the one having your back no matter what. And this is what I do with my clients, and um, and they love it, and they stay with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, it's like when, it, there must be again that energetic match between the two people, because it is a very intimate relationship, and it's really important to find someone that totally gets you. Because I think sometimes we just. It's so easy to actually go for uh, someone that you see as that incredible Mm results in terms of how quickly there is the uh, the amount of uh, money or success. and But then you don't realize that actually you don't want their lifestyle, that those are not your goals. So to actually work with someone that has done what you want to do and also understand that there is no Quick at the formula, right? That everyone is different. And that, again, I can understand I, why I think is it's it's very important when decided who to work with.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, a question as well for women to stop um to, to stop this pressure, to stop this internal pressure basically, to find meaning in their life or to find their purpose. Even this expression is so wrong in itself. Because we know from uh, a personal development, it's not a question to find something. Uh, is a question to be in a position to receive it and to attract it. We have the universal law for a reason. <laughs> so <laughs> the law of attraction is here for a reason. So once you start basically to step back a little bit, you can even see that finding your purpose, this is not the point. Your purpose didn't ask you to be found. <laughs> I mean, this is not the point. Um, and I think. It's it's important for women really to let go of this pressure. Uh, because it makes everything hard. And when it's hard, when it's difficult, you don't want to do it. So true. And, and, and that's why I, I always said, for me, this is really one of my, yeah, one of my values of my of my of my business is to make things easy. I don't do things hard. Otherwise I wouldn't be where I am. I make things easy for me and my clients, because it's possible. And it's a question of mindset perspective is a question of choice as well. So the question is, what is your choice? Making things hard for yourself, making things easy for yourself?
0: Uh, I think there is um, some guilt around making things Easy because we see again all this hustle and all this hard work.
1: Ah. If
0: we don't do that, then we are kind of cheating when actually life is not supposed to be hard.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Thank you, Georgia. (laughs) I love it, thank you. Yeah, life doesn't need to be hard. Who said that basically it needs to be hard to be deserved? That's definitely
0: something that I would encourage everyone to think about.
1: you <laughs> know? <laughs> who said that basically it needs to be hard to be deserved? <sighs> Once again, who is this guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you realize that we all are worthy, just because we are, just because we are human, we are worthy, then you don't need to Make anything. You don't, have, you don't need to earn anything. Like you said before, it's just about receiving.
1: Exactly. I think it's really this question to say, like you eloquently said, we are worthy. From the moment you are on this planet, you made it. You're still alive. You know. You deserve it. You deserve all of it. And that's why I'm, I'm really an advocate of yes. You know, really enjoy your life. Unapologetically, there are no rules to enjoy your life the way you want to. If you really think about it, this is a limiting belief to say, you know, I, I, it's time for me to live my life, you know, in more small way. Who says that? It's <laughs> <laughs> not for the to challenge the status quo. I said, who says that? And it's interesting because when you open people, uh, open women to different perspectives, you say, oh, Oh, it's true. Why? Where does it come from? This is the key. I think this is the first key in terms of self-awareness. Ask yourself this question. You know? And this is where you're going to say, oh, it's true. And the more you're going to do it, the more you're going to remove these layers of illusion, of limitation that you put on yourself, on your life.
0: Oh, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And on that note, talking about uh, this conversation is about, it has been about again removing conditioning and just uh, to create a business and life your way. So, what is one way the most passionate can start building a business and life around all their passions?
1: I would say from my experience is to, yes, is to saying yes to what you don't know, It is to be in this place of curiosity and, and saying yes, even if you're scared, because if you think about it, from the moment you start to be, to think this way, you're going to see much more opportunities around you, maybe scaring you, most of the time they, they scare you, and this is a sign, <coughs> Like, what scare you is for you. It's for you basically to stretch this comfort zone and really to be in this place when, wow, I love my life. I love what I'm doing. Um, so said definitely open yourself to what you don't know. Say yes to opportunities that scare you. Because most of times the way it works, the universe, and I'm spiritual for that, the universe is always sending you opportunities. The key is: Are you able to see them or not? If you keep basically your mindset as it is, you're not going to see them because for you it's out, out of the question. But if you open yourself to something you don't know, different, unconventional, original, bold, maybe, scaring you or stretching your comfort zone, hmm, you're going to see it. And most of the time what you desire asking you to stretch your comfort zone. So I remember me was two years ago, I was at a mindset retreat in US, and I asked, and I asked basically to, <clears throat> to speak to a public speaking event, international public speaking event, and I say, Universe, this is what I ask you. And I let you, I let you just show me. And yes, two days later, basically, I've been uh, invited to an international speaking event beyond my wildest expectation. It was the Women Economic Forum in two thousand nineteen in London. I never ever asked for it. It's <laughs> I mean, amazing when, when I got the invite. I was, oh, this is way beyond my comfort zone, you know. But I knew that it was opportunity. It was for me to meet the universe elsewhere and say, you know what. It's scary, it's bored, I recognize it, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I love every minute of it. And once you do that, you open yourself to another level of opportunities and more is coming and more is coming and more is coming. But it's like, you know, the universe say, okay, you want for me to bring in hand, show me what you got. That's it, that's it. You have to show to him that, yes, you are up for it. I, I, I really want it. I desire it. And once you say yes to that, you say, OK, I can bring you more because I can see you're ready for it. So the question is, are you ready for it? Because what is happening? Sometimes you know, we are scared and we say, oh my god, oh my god, I can't. But no, no, no. Are you going to do it, even if you're scared? This is OK. I think it's really the key to understand the way it works. Once you understand that being scared is not bad, it's no more because we are human beings and we have a self-protection mechanism protecting us. So, what is happening? Of course, we are scared, but we can do scale, and we can say yes to ourselves as well. And we feel so much better after because we overcame this fear, and it feels so good. So, for me, it's worth it.
0: Oh, absolutely! And I don't know anyone was achieved that and dreams that didn't do is scared. <laughs> so definitely yeah. that is a sign that you're going in the right direction. And again, if you are scared doing it alone, just ask for support because it is out there. So yeah. is there anything else that you want to mention before you wrap up?
1: Um, <clears throat> wherever you are, accept where you are. And ask for help it. is really the first step for you to step into your power and into the woman you want to become. Um, yeah, if you want basically for us to stay in touch, so there is my my podcast, the Rockstar Moms podcast, you can listen to. There is my 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 community on Facebook, and um, and yeah, if you want to connect, I'm more than happy basically to be on the call with you and to get to know you. It was a pleasure. <laughs> It was
0: a pleasure to be here, Georgia. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, thank you for being here and giving so much. It's been an incredible conversation, and I know the listeners are gonna get so much out of it. So thank you so much. Pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as me and Gaia lev. If you found any gems in this episode or anything we mentioned it's only to with you, and I'm sure it has, then please support this podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing, leaving a rating or a review. It all helps the podcast get found by Adam the passionate who need to hear this message too. As always, I'll leave the links to anything we mentioned, including how to get in touch with Gail in the shorts below and over the website, thetregery.net. The and with that, thank you so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day and can't wait to talk with you again in the next episode. And remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Bye for now. Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at the snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of ser- sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends and my partner, they wouldn't love me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe... Deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you're going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a feat, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial location and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures, it's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These 101 calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.